Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO and Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is Amanda Fry. She's the COO and Head of Operations at Talent Crowd, a referral-based hiring platform that brings North America's best techies to top companies and teams. Amanda is a caring and transparent technology exec whose career spans more than 17 years of diverse experience across organizational strategy, DevOps, PeopleOps, and product development. Amanda leverages her exceptional people magic skills to drive consensus among constituents as part of fostering proactive change and solutions. She's also the author of Kinds Transparency, due to be released later this year. Welcome to the show, Amanda. Thanks. Great to be here. All right. So, you know, I love, uh, I, you know, I love talking to anyone who's in tech. So tell me a little bit how you got involved in tech, you know, kind of your journey, how you got yeah. there and, and what you love most about it today. Yeah, I think like a lot of people, you kind of just end up in tech. You know, some people want to start there, but um, my journey was a little bit different. So I started in sales. So sales operations, inside sales, moved into outside sales, which I really enjoyed. Um, and then I found some need. Um, part of sales is implementation and making sure that things go well. So I got uh, kind of <laughs> roped into project management and project management, you know, is a natural transition into technology, which I, I found that I love. So from there, moved into other uh, technology roles, uh, doing technical product management. I really love and have found enjoyment in building products. Um, and then I had the opportunity to move into management, which is really where I found, I think, my niche. Um, helping people, teaching people really is where I think a lot of people, especially women in technology, um, are really successful because it's so valuable um, growing people and, and technology is not going anywhere, right? <laughs> so it's something that, you know, as we keep moving forward and technology keeps growing, it's just going to be more and more important. That's great. You talk about people magic skills. I want to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah. So for me, people magic is, you know, really understanding the people that you're working with, you're working for, that are working for you and meeting them where they're at. You know, not everybody is, you know, prepared for the role that they're in or prepared for the thing that you're about to ask them to do. So it's really about understanding where somebody is at in their journey what kind of motivations they have, what sort of needs they have to be successful and helping them with that. Um, and that's what I really enjoy doing is working with different types of people. I work, I work with engineers, I work with developers, I work with project managers, and everybody has different personalities and different strengths. And, you know, it's kind of like that quote, if you um, compared everybody that is in school um, exactly the same, they're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be uh, fairly evaluated. Everybody has different streaks and opportunities and you just have to find where they're at and bring them out in people. 
how challenging is that to do something like that? Because I mean, I'm a former teacher. I understand in a classroom of 30 kids in elementary, middle school, high school that, oh man, they're totally different in so many different aspects and you have to be able to figure them out. And I've been able in school teaching, I have been, but when I've gotten into entrepreneurship with teams, I've done decently. I still feel I struggle with it because I want to do everything. And then I forget about, hey, they have different strengths, allow them to take care of their strengths. Don't try to always be micromanaging or I'm not managing at all and saying how they'll handle it. And I've always, and I've had, and I wouldn't say I'm the best manager. What, what do you yeah. think that that skill set to kind of really figure each person out, how they're different? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is very difficult and very much like teaching, I feel. Um, in school, there is a standardization of what the expectations are. And if you think about it in business and in the real world, there is that sort of, standardization as well of what this baseline expectations are. Now, I think that that's changing, especially now since COVID and everybody's realizing that we can have these more flexible roles and we can have um, flexible workspaces, but there still kind of is a, a baseline expectation. So when people aren't striving immediately to meet that baseline, it is hard to step back, especially when you've got deadlines and priorities and you're short staffed and all of these things that come along with it. So for me, it's always take a breath. <laughs> you know, I always have to remind myself, okay, this is a human. We have to step back and understand where's the problem. Is it communication? Is it interpersonal? Is it a skill set gap? Is it you know, like so for me, it's always like the reset. So yes, we all get stressed out. We've got this deadline. We're push, push, push. Um, we're running around, we're trying to make money, right? <laughs> but we we're not going to be successful if the people that we're working with are not also successful and the amount of time and energy that it takes to train somebody it's worth the effort and the maintenance to continue to train that person because if you just give up on them now you got to start from scratch you know it's uh, the analogy that i like is sort of like a, a car you buy a car you don't just scrap the car because it needs an oil change you have to do that preventative maintenance where you you make time. I schedule an appointment. I'm going to go get that oil change, right? So I'm going to schedule an appointment and I'm going to have a touch base with this person. You know, where are you at? How are you feeling? Where, what do you need from us right now? And it's not always, the conversation isn't always as easy as that because a lot of people aren't, don't open up. They're, they're not, they're like, ah, everything's fine. I'm, I'm good. You know, especially in technology, a lot of people are, you know, more stoic, I would say is, is the term I would use, but you know, it's really understanding their communication styles too. So, you know, as a manager, it's easier when you have a smaller team, but even when you have a large team, keep a file. What is this person's communication style? What is their preference for communication? Some people don't like to talk face-to-face. -face. Some people don't like to get on camera. Some people are really, really communicative through Slack or text message or phone Whatever it is that you found kind of brings that person out of their shell, you know, so communication method, communication style, and then getting to know them, you know, do they have kids? Do they have parents? Is somebody around them sick? Like, and that also takes time. But when you build trust in that way, people will open up. And then once you understand what their other external pressures are, then you can make better decisions on how you're communicating or know where their lovers are and how far they can be pushed. 
Yeah, it's that's those, um, you know, the soft skills for success, right? Because otherwise, you know, in, in IT, like you said, there's a lot of unique personalities and there. And and you probably come across this. What I found is that, you know, there's a lot of people in IT that they like to just be heads down. They just want to code all day long, 15 hours a day. Right. They don't want to give presentations. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to get promoted. They're like they nope, just nope, want they just true. want to code like that's yeah. what they love to do. And sometimes businesses don't realize that and managers force them to say, you have to present, you know, once a quarter, you have to go to conferences, you have to do this. And, and you're making people do things that are uncomfortable for them. Um, And that just, you know, it creates a situation where they're, it's not healthy. And then, you know, eventually they get frustrated and they don't want to stay around anymore. Um, So you're building on those soft skills to get to know them and they can still you know, achieve, you know, they can still achieve and grow and continue to grow. It's just different. And it's, it's at their comfort level and what they want to do and what they like. Yeah. Uh, so you can, that, that's, and that sounds like perfect people man, magic for sure. <laughs> I don't know if it's perfect, but we're, we're going to keep working at it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your book, uh, Kind Transparency. First of all, I absolutely love the name Kind Thank Transparency. You. I mean, Tell me what it's about and uh, why you decided to write it. Yeah, so it, it's really about kind of all the things that we just talked about, all the things that you know are really important to me that I've learned over time as an individual contributor from the people in my life that I felt really strongly that were great mentors. And then really what I found success in managing other people and not only just in a business environment, but these types of communication skills are very transferable to your home life, to your kids, to just people you meet out in the world. Um, so that's really, you know, what it's about. And the why is, uh, it's a funny story, actually, when I was a, a technical project manager for a large uh, experiential marketing company, and we had a very, very large customer and a very, very large project that wasn't going well. So we went into a meeting Customer was very unhappy. We had low expectations coming out of this meeting. We had a very long conversation and coming out of it, we actually got what we wanted plus additional business. So new business coming out of the meeting that we didn't have previously. I went back up to my office and my boss at the time, who was CIO, came in and he was like, hi, what what just happened? And he was like, how did you do that? And out of nowhere, I was just like, I just used kind transparency. And it it was just one of those things that came off that roll off the tongue and then it's stuck ever since. And I, I use it all the time. <laughs> so um, it did feel perfect for the name of my book. So I'm I'm slowly working through trying to, you know, you know things in your head and it's very hard to kind of get it out on paper. You've written you've written a book as well. So I know that you understand a lot that. of work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, getting all the thoughts onto paper in a way that it's actually going to make sense to other people and flow well um, so that they can absorb it and use these tools and techniques to help them in their own life. So um, I would say probably I'm fingers crossed by the end of Q3, early Q4 is when I'd like to release it. So, you know, I will let you know. <laughs> That's great. And who is, who is like the ideal reader of kind transparency? Yeah. I mean, ideally everybody, right. But um, for me, I would, I would think maybe first time managers or people who are in a leadership position that may not have the management role, but still need to have these skills to 
work with people or lead people so that they can take that next jump in their career um, and they may not be getting that support that they need. That's great. So, so tell me a little bit about you who, you know, being in tech and, and being a leader, right. And, and, a, and a great manager, it sounds like, um, what do you, who are your mentors? Who do you go to when you need support? Yeah. So I've been very lucky in my career. I've had so many great mentors. Um, all, I would say almost all of my bosses throughout my career have been great. I mean, obviously there's, there's a handful there that weren't, but um, I have five or six different people that I can go to for different things. You know, I have sales leaders that I've worked with in the past who I can just kind of ping and say, I'm getting this weird vibe from this customer. Like what, you know, what should I say? Is this a trap? Um, and then I have so many female leaders in my life that have helped me grow, you know, sort of in the world of women in tech, you know, you have to make certain different decisions. You have to make, you have to say different things. So um, it's been very nice to have people that have modeled behaviors for me. Um, And to this day, I can still pick up the phone or send a text message and say, got a weird situation. You know, can we go get some coffee? Um, And that's, that's what I want to be for other people. So now that's what I'm, my next goal is really to, you know, find people that I can help in that way as well. That's great. Being a mentor to others, um, which is the whole purpose of why I have this podcast (laughs) to showcase people like yourself, um, you know, to be seen as mentors, because we we don't have enough of them in the world. I think there's there's um, there's always something, you know, there's always someone that can mentor you for something. Right. We we can all grow in every aspect of our lives. And I think, you know, finding those mentors, finding those key individuals who uh, really inspire you that that you can talk to when you need them. uh, It's just so important for success. Absolutely. So what's, uh, what are your goals? Where do you see yourself in five years? Mm -hmm. What do you strive for? Yeah, so that's always hard, right? You know, because a lot of times in your career, you go somewhere that you never even thought that you would have been or somewhere that you didn't even know existed five years ago, right? You know, I'm doing things today as COO that I would have never even contemplated, you know, five, six, seven years ago, um, you know, starting organizations, figuring out insurance, like all of the things that go into running a business that, you know, you would never think about. But um, next step for me really would be, you know, continuing to grow this business, maybe operating other businesses, um, you know, and then really teaching, you know, if, you know, if one day I no longer want to have a day job or, you know, what do I want to be when I grow up? I would like to teach. I'd like to coach. I'd like to, you know, maybe write more books, um, because that's really what I like enjoy doing, you know? So if I could choose what I wanted to do, I would plan children's birthday parties and I would teach people because, you know, <laughs> that's, that's the fun stuff. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, I want to continue to grow. I want to continue to give back to the tech community. So I'd like to, you know, be more affluent in the community. I want to go to different events. I want to help give speeches and, you know, so hopefully I can do more of that over time. That's great. We definitely need more of that in the tech community. Um, how, how do you keep up, and speaking of which, how do you keep up with the latest technologies? Neil and I were having a conversation on AI just before this, 
and it's just growing in so many different directions. How do you make sure that you stay up to date? That is definitely hard. Um, I am a little spoiled because I have a gigantic community of tech resources and consultants that work for our company. So we have this you know, Slack channel where everybody's, you know, talking about the latest things, or if I have a question about something, I can just kind of shoot it out there. And I've got 30, 40 people that are very happy to just, you know, banter about it. Um, but, you know, we also go to a lot of tech conferences, like I'm going to a cybersecurity conference here on Thursday. Um, so I can hear from industry experts on, you know, what are they concerned about? Because if they're concerned about it in security, I want to be concerned about it. <laughs> so, right. yeah. Listening to people who are actually experts talk about the things that are going on other than it is better than just reading about it and making my own opinion, because sure, I have a lot of good experience, but I'd rather hear it from the experts and, you know, get to know them and, and really bring them into my network. So when I do have a question or I have a concern, I have that community of people that I can reach out to and really make sure that we're staying up to date. That's great. I love going to conferences, tech conferences. And, and it's funny because sometimes I'll skip some of the sessions and I go right to the developers because they always know what's going yep. on with the tech, how it's working, yep. what the issues are. Their and opinions, they're, and they're honest too. Yes. They're not, they're not going to give you the fluffy answer. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're good to have in your network, you know. So if any tech, uh, anyone's in tech out there, that's definitely something you should do when you go to a conference. Yep. Um, all right. Well, we are out of time. Any parting words or where can people find you? I am on LinkedIn. Happy to take any connections at, you know, slash Amanda Fry. Um, very simple. So yeah, I'm happy to, to meet new people. And if anybody needs anything or, you know, I'm happy to give back to the community as well. Sounds great. Thanks for being on the show, Amanda. Great yeah, pleasure. Thank you. thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.